0: Hi there. Can I talk to you for a little bit? You have to come inside right now. There were four of them. What do we say? You shouldn't make things up when we're talking about...
1: Can you open the door, please? They're breaking in! I'll cut you, baby. We're not here to hurt you. But you have to stay here in the cabin with us. Families throughout history have been chosen to make this decision. Your family must choose to willingly sacrifice one of the three of you to prevent the apocalypse. We're not sacrificing anyone. For every no you give us, hundreds of thousands of people are going to die.
0: It's really happening. Speeder, close your eyes. (laughs) Will you make a choice? Hello and welcome to this What Do You Want to Watch spoiler cast of M. Night Shyamalan's latest film, Knock at the Cabin. I'm your host, Ashley, and join me today, Dylan Blight.
1: I love the Knock at cabins.
0: Who doesn't love knocking on random cameras in the middle of the woods? That seems like a totally rational thing to do. Alright, uh, please be aware, we'll be freely discussing anything and everything about the plot themes at any given movie, so if you haven't watched it, come back later, of course, it is playing in cinemas everywhere. Uh, with that said, let's jump to a discussion of... Knock at the Cabin, directed by M. Night Shyamalan, screenplay by M. Night Shyamalan, Steve Desmond, and Michael Sherman, based on The Cabin at the End of the World by Paul G. Tremblay, starring Dave Bautista, Jonathan Groff, Ben Aldridge, Nikki Amakerbird, Kristen Q, Abby Quinn, and Rupert Grint. While vacationing at a remote cabin in the woods, a young girl and her parents are taken hostage by four armed strangers who demand they make an unthinkable choice to avert the apocalypse. Confused, scared, and with limited access to the outside world, the family must decide what they believe before all is lost. Dylan, uh M. Night Shyamalan is known for some incredible movies, and some very not incredible movies. Where does knock at the cabin sit for you?
1: Um, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a surprisingly straightforward I mean I mean some crazy stuff happening, but no, it's surprisingly straightforward for M Night uh, type of movies, there was no like sudden swerve or big twist. I guess at the end, it sort of was all as as you thought. I guess, or as the audience. thought I don't, it, I don't know if anyone in the audience. I feel like you're supposed to be on their side and accept they're telling the truth the entire time, and not you know like I don't know how. Do you feel like?
0: I think the uh, movie wants you to be unsure the entire time who is telling the whether they're telling yeah, okay. the truth or whether it's all elaborate prank
1: yeah okay because i straight away i was like eh. for some reason i was just like
0: oh yeah that uh, seems like they're telling that the truth. That,
1: that seems like the telling truth. i trust this very soft-spoken muscular man like it's so. fine yeah. yeah why would he lie <laughs> 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 um i really like the cast i thought uh, everyone was really good obviously dave batista does this really good performance um Rupert Grint is very small role i guess he's also quite interesting in this, (laughs) that accent and the type of role that it is for him. So I thought that was interesting. It's definitely not Ron
0: from the movie
1: series. No, no, no. Um, (laughs) The little girl (laughs) I thought was really, really good, especially in that like opening five minutes. You know, they sort of set up the adorable factor, I guess. And it was filmed interestingly. I don't know what they're considering. That's the only sort of thing that annoyed me is I I was just like, so the movie starts and they use these like, it does this whole like, cuts between these really specific slightly off-centered close-ups like between Leonard and the girl and then the rest of the movie doesn't ever really use that technique again and I just found it quite odd and I'm not sure if I'm missing something or I don't know why this is sticking out to me I just literally got out of cinema too so yeah. that's a weird thing to have stick with me but that's what yeah. it is um, so it was,
0: it was shot by Jaron Blaschke do you know what his previous films include
1: no but not by name
0: uh, the Robert Eggers films. Okay, so yeah. the Lighthouse major one. Yeah,
1: yeah. see so, yeah. it. Which makes sense. Love shooting stuff in love shooting on one location in like location. Yeah, small sets. Yeah,
0: small I stuff. thought it was fine. Do you know, I think it started off like a house on fire. It was super strong at the beginning. Like you said, mm. like the introduction of the little girl and then uh, Dave Batista coming up and like being this very well mannered and nice person despite having obvious, his obvious physique and like um just kind of very playing against type i guess or like expectations um but then you know they quickly set up the the premise and setting up the different characters uh the parents and that kind of stuff um but they obviously i think you know it kind of just kind of peters out i feel like um i feel like there's so many things that you can point out and like pick apart as especially once everything's finished and come to a conclusion. Um, and there yeah, it just feels like the second half of the movie is very rushed and like, you know, there's the blind of dialogue. We're going to, these, we're going to ask these questions much faster now, you know, we're going to be asking you to, mm. you know, the questions, you know, much more quickly now, uh, like they needed to be somewhere. Um, which, you know, they didn't seem to have any reason to, um, but yeah, I mean, I enjoyed parts. I think the acting across the board is very good. Uh, shot very well. Uh, but yeah, it the whole mystery and uh, of, you know, are they telling the truth? Are they not telling the truth? Um, kind of, you know, pitted out. And then he outright says, oh, the he just outright says, they were meant to represent the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, come on. You know, yeah. let Make the audience work a little bit. And even then, it's like, the I don't, like, for the most basic person, I think, other than the the obvious, uh, like, plagues that they were sending on the what earth, it's like, I don't think you could, like, pull, like, it's like, they were meant to show the all these different aspects of humanity. You know? But outside of Ripper Grant, there wasn't really any connection to them. And just like, this lady was meant to represent caring because she gave their kid Breakfast. It's like okay, I don't know. Uh, that's a bit of a strange <laughs> man. <mate. laughs> um, no, that's a very
1: caring person.
0: And then on the other yeah, and then Ben Aldridge's character is like I don't think they fleshed mm. out both both of the parents well enough. Like Ben Aldridge's character is clearly set up as like a person who has completely fair distrust uh mm. for people uh due to, you know, hate crime happening against him and like his parents obviously being homophobic and all these other things that happened to him um you understand whereas, why um, he would not accept <laughs> yeah these people coming along uh whereas you don't really get to see why jonathan groff would be willing to accept why this crazy <laughs> crazy notion um yeah
1: i feel like it i i just really i, I don't know I do feel like having them save the world. I guess I sort of feel like it should have just been a full like just commit to the dark dark ending would have been more interesting.
0: But it's interesting, so uh so it's obviously based on the book. The book is yeah. the events of the book are different. And from cool. what I can tell it takes a much darker turn. Uh I do you want to, I'll, I'll just Pop-lips say happens you know yeah. spoilers for the book if you want to go back and read it um mm-hmm. but uh during the scene where he, he shoots i can't remember her name uh sabrina or something. sabrina yeah she he accidentally shoots when in that sequence
1: oh yeah
0: yeah I'll so yeah so obviously they kill the daughter but then you know Leonard's like oh that that's not enough because you didn't kill her willingly it doesn't count <laughs> So the apocalypse still continues and then they say, fuck it, we're going home. <laughs> we'll just, you know, the apocalypse, if they, we don't want to believe in a God that doesn't believe that her sacrifice was enough. So then they, uh, doom the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like it would have been more interesting if there was like more connections between everybody and like more mystery and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it just kind of, or even like, a it more, just more- like it just felt like you got into a repetition of, oh, somebody's going to die now and they're just going to say no. He's got yeah. some other crazy conspiracy theory as to why these plagues are happening, and they've set it up. You know, yeah, pre-recorded and whatever else. Change the channel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: just switch it to another channel.
1: See if a different news site. See if a ne- different
0: yeah. How's this cabin not got Wi-Fi? That's
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, um, yeah,
1: and it also just feels like not. Like, they, so they hinted all these sort of biblical things, hmm. you know. Like, and they, there are lines like, you know, God will, God's hand will scorch earth and whatever else, the Four Horsemen and Apocalypse, all these like biblical elements. But then I don't feel like the movie really goes the length. Like, and you don't have to be like, I'm not religious, but I, I still feel like if you're going to start going down that road, make the okay. movie more involved in that. Like, have the characters, like, having a gay couple have a sort of, who usually in the room aren't religious in most scenarios, and that you could write have the characters that way, but have them have sort of a crisis of faith around like God and everything. I feel like that's a much more interesting yeah. direction, but none of that really comes up. It's just it's not. It's just not mentioned at all. So I found yeah, just I feel like it pulls it punch. It this maybe pulls its punches in like yeah. both themes and like also not wanting to show.
0: Like, doesn't there's want to show like, too much violence. I don't think there's any blood in this from, like, other individual splatters. Like, and you never like, see,
1: yeah, you never see blood come oh, out. There's a of bit of, like, anything.
0: little, little Off bit of liquid from, wounds. like, when they're stabbing them. But they're yeah. like, keep, make sure to keep the knife in, or whatever the yeah. the, the weapon is in, in mm. enough that you don't see much blood come out.
1: So it's a very tame movie violence, a very tame movie thematically. Um, mm. Even with the whole idea of the apocalypse, I feel like even then it's still just very
0: tame with how it uses that. So, yeah. I mean, it was cool seeing Sydney get smashed by a bunch of airplanes, I guess.
1: Yeah, that was... <laughs> lo- love that. It's like, oh, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. I, I can imagine <laughs> that,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. I, yeah, I think it started strong and then didn't, couldn't keep up its tensional interests, you know. The, the I
1: feel least- like the thing is with M. Night is... So this movie is a more contained, I want to say better made movie than old. But it's also just nowhere near as interesting because it doesn't swing with its punches as wide as his last movie does. Or most of his movies, though. So because it feels like he sort of wanted to just not feel go like too crazy more,
0: with it. More crowd-pleasy.
1: Yeah, more crowd-pleasy. It's just more straight... Straight shooter with it all, and it is like enjoyable enough to watch, but it it is very much in one ear and out the other. I'm never going to think about it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And in a movie like this, where they're talking about where it should be like crisis of faith about religion and like would you would you would would you you would you sacrifice a loved one? Like you're not. I don't. I doubt anyone's walking out of cinema having those conversations. Where if this movie was done right, I feel like that's exactly what would be
0: happening. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. all right any other thoughts on knock
1: of the Cameron? no, just, no. That's it. was, yeah it's it's definitely held high it's held higher because of the performances yeah that like sort of really elevate the script and the story here um well not so, like the story in its, in its premise is good like obviously that's why the novel i guess was successful enough and he wanted to turn it into a, a book um, into a movie and whatever but like he, the script version here is like mediocre it's like it's fine at best I feel like older performances are definitely elevating this movie to be enjoyable to watch
0: alright let us know what you thought of Knock at the Cabin by going to explosion.com slash twitter or jump to our discord at explosion.com slash discord if you want to help us out here at what you want to watch leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser tell people about the show leave us 5 stars then you can leave 5 stars or head on over to explosion.com uh, check it out news reviews and other podcasts uh, and if you want to help and if you enjoyed this episode thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to, head on over to our coach page at explosion.com slash support. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, keep watching stuff, I guess. We've been given the chance to decide the fate of everyone. Time's running out on the world. I'm scared. There is nothing more flawed and perfect in this world than our family. Please make a choice. Always together. Always together. I will ask for the last time, will you make a choice?